everybody. Welcome back to Analytical Anarchy. My name is Justin, joined by, co- joined by my co-host. You channeled, you channeled so much Suns fan into that. <laughs> All right, you, you did the exact opposite. You you committed to the bit even harder. Welcome, I did commit guys. to the bit hard. Will Welcome you to... Me? I'm Ryan, sorry. Oh, thank just, you. I was, I was overcome with, with vitriol and rage. <laughs> vitriol and too. rage? Yeah. Dota, Dota Cinnamon, if you're listening to this, please don't sue us. We don't have any. We're not. Can they sue us? We didn't do it. Like this is. It's not monetized. It's fine. This is fair use. I guess it is fair use. Is the cadence of someone talking copyrightable? That is the question. If 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 people can claim that Katy Perry's song vaguely. Re- song's baseline excuse me vaguely resembled another song's baseline. i'm sure that people can claim that somebody's cadence copyright somebody else's cadence these are upsetting times yeah like the second most upsetting thing happening right now oh you know what eminem should copyright being the fast talk rapper so that yeah. anybody else who does it has to pay him more money he, he needs it he's struggling and he's exactly times. people already hate him he's just like adding fuel to that fire and then you can make it a kamikaze too yeah or is it a comma i guess it would be a kamikaze too but like that last album that he released was essentially kamikaze part two was it yeah he he talked a lot of smack in that i just heard it like uh i don't know it felt like like political but I don't know. I like Eminem. If political. I trust your, I trust your interpretation. P- political can be smack talk too. I mean, yeah, but like, it's not the same. Like rapper beef, rapper beef is always entertaining. Like politics are are can be entertaining, but also can't. Right, sometimes. because they affect the lives of so many. Oh, you know what? Uh, uh, Donald Trump should should like. After he's done being president, he should go be the next big white rapper with. <laughs> I'm going to cut that part. I, no, I had no, no. a name. He should totally feature. He should totally feature on Eminem's new album. <laughs> with Under the code Agent name Orange. Agent Orange or like, yes. like, the, like the pseudo name Agent Orange. Yeah, that'd be incredible. Yeah, like, I'll copyright he... that and sue, sue, sue number 45 when when he uses it. Yeah, but not yeah. Eminem. Not 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 Eminem. Number forty-five. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of money, do we have a sponsor this week? <laughs> yeah, it's the Ugly Onion. Here's an ad break about it. The Ugly Onion brings you this week's sponsor: wearing your damn PPE and practicing social distancing. Stay safe out there and make sure to follow the Anarchy team on Twitter at Analytical Anarchy Podcast for that free Valorant loot. And welcome back, you guys, to our very special episode today of Analytical Anarchy. Justin, how you doing after that, after that wonderful break? Oh, good. You know, I... We're we're asking each other how we're doing again. Hey, you know I'm doing good. How about you, bud? It's it's been such a long time since we've. I know that ad break took up so much time. Yeah, you know I I'm feel just older gonna, but no wiser. I'm I'm just gonna edit like half an hour of just blank space into that. Easy. How dare you take away my beautiful my beautiful thoughts and words? The world needs to hear them, Justin. I there's a BoJack joke in there somewhere, but I can't. There find always it. is. There always is. There's always time for BoJack references. Yes, it's it's yeah. much better than JoJo's. Exactly. Yeah, I don't even know what that show is. JoJo's more like Bobo's. God, that was, <laughs> that was so bad. And we're gonna leave it in because they're too lazy to do another intro. <laughs> you make me sad. You make me sad today. Oh man. I mean. <laughs> It is. It is already. It, it, I, we didn't need any other reasons to be sad, as we are all stuck inside, alone. Maybe not alone, but with the same the same group of people. I'd imagine. Correct. Yeah. 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 More or less. Anyways, do you, do you want to do you want to introduce our guest? 
do, do you want to do, do that thing? Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. I was like, I was kind of enjoying just like continuing to talk, make him wait, just do forty minutes of audio, and then yeah, just just, just just like not leave any time for a guest who took time out of their day to come be with us. You know, it's... it was just like a prank. And today we have a very special guest appearing from the American South. The five foot something beast from the Bollywood episode, princess of the pristine parlance, the talented Tanvi. How are you doing today? I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh man. We're sorry. We're not sorry. You take. That I'm back. sorry. No. I'm sorry. You can. You can. Be, you don't have to be sorry, Justin. Okay, I. Um, I will be the steadily unsorry one. All right. Well, Miss Tanvi, uh, we had you on last time. We talked about uh, Indian films and sort of. We talked about Padman and a few of just some of the intricacies of that. If you haven't listened to that episode, please do. It was one of our best, and Tanvi was just excellent. And because of that, we have asked her, and she kindly accepted to come on today to talk about uh, a lot of things, but mostly uh, sort of how she's spending her time, how we're all spending our time in this very, uh, in this very unique environment, I'd imagine. Uh, Justin, do you have anything to say to that? No. No, no? you, you right. nailed it exactly spot on. All right, beautiful. I'm glad. Efficiency, that's what we're about here. Ah. All right. When, when, uh, we're, when, when we're not taking 10 minutes to make a point that could be made in two. Yeah. Yeah. Wordiness is always is always key. All right. Always better. So, Tandy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how long have you been isolated? Like, or how long have you been sort of like quarantining? Um, so, I came back to Tennessee um, at the end of March close to the end of March. Yeah. Um, so it's been about like two-ish weeks, I think, maybe a little more than that. Yeah. Has has cabin fever set in? Uh, um, are you going stir crazy? It is like, uh, uh, um, in general, I don't, I don't really go out that much, even in school yeah. and stuff. Um, so it it hasn't been horrible because I'm not like a super extroverted person that always meets people. Um, but yeah, it is definitely different and kind of weird. Um, mm. And like not leaving your house at all, as opposed to once in a while, it's definitely a different experience. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, we so, were having a talk. Oh, sorry. Go Justin. You had some. So, so did you leave you, you, you're, you're at U of M, right? I am yes. Yeah did did you leave because of the stay at uh, did did you leave because of events happening in Michigan or just because you wanted to be like closer to your family in the in the pandemic? Um, it was I guess like a combination of the two. Um, so our spring break was the first week of March, right? And that was when things I think kind of started to get more serious or like more real in in that way. Um, and I came back after spring break and that week they had decided to move classes online. Um, and it was actually like someone from the university of Michigan had gone to the hospital with coronavirus that week. So, um, it was definitely like a, a stressful period because people started to realize that it was, um, uh, actually a really big deal. Um, And so then the week following that, I was still at home. I have an apartment uh, off campus. Um, So I was uh, at home with my roommates. um, And we realized that, like, this is probably going to go a lot longer than just the end of the semester. Um, And the more that people leave, the more isolated you end up being on campus. So I guess I thought if things really do get exponentially worse, it would be better to be with my family. Um, So my dad actually drove up from Tennessee and drove me back down (laughs) like over the course of one day. (laughs) What a a guy. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right, a moment of silence for his back. <laughs> All right, sorry. Uh, gonna gonna get my trombone and record taps over that. All right, please. Thank you. Uh, I think I think he earned it, honestly. All right. Uh, so sort of the genesis of this episode, we were I think we were talking for some reason uh, about was it just being bored. <laughs> And then yeah. uh, you brought up digital art. Wasn't that, wasn't that sort of like the, I think that's what we started talking about. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been like interested in digital art? Um, I, I have actually been interested in like starting for a while, but um, Adobe Suite is really expensive, even if you're a student. Uh, yeah. So I, I experimented with like Inkscape for a while and I did some like smaller things um, and it's nice because it's like open source. So it's, you have to pay for it. Um, but our school actually made Adobe Suite free. So I decided to try it. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely different. And I think part of the reason why I wanted to learn was because like, all over social media and even websites specifically for uh, design and stuff, you see like the kind of power that you have with digital drawing um, and kind yeah. of the, the range of things that people tend to create. Uh, mm -hmm. So because I've only done like really traditional, like drawing and painting with physical mediums for like however many years I've existed, um, <laughs> It's like refreshing, I guess, to try something new. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, oh yeah, okay. So you said you, so you've been like, you've been viewing digital art for a while. Do you have like an inspiration, or is there like one or a few people that you've sort of looked up to in this, in the to the medium beforehand? Um, that's a good question, actually. Um, it, it was never necessarily like one specific person, I guess. Um, a lot of it was just like the collective movement, I think. Um, over the past few years, I've seen um, digital art a lot more popularized in terms of like now there are a lot of uh, Instagram accounts that like post their artwork uh, for the sake of posting it. And I think prior to this period, it was a lot of like people who just created and um, those worked as commissions. So they would do design for like a company or an advertisement or something. So you would see it there, but now people are uh, creating in a digital medium for the sake of creation uh, alongside like commercial. Okay, yeah. So yeah. Is, it's like the, the artistic merit is being more recognized publicly, like especially just like as public as it can get is like Instagram. And that's like, speaking of pop culture, that's where a lot of it's born. And so yeah, yeah. sort of the switch from it just being sort of like this, oh, we need a digital artist to design our logo or to animate a movie. It's born more like uh, digital art is enjoyed by a populace. And mm -hmm. yeah, it, it, it is, been, yeah. personally speaking, I've been a fan of digital art for a while. I can't draw it. But uh, I've I, I've watched or I've been definitely interested in digital art for a long time, and just definitely see sort of the shift of like popular artists, especially in like Deviant Art, or for me it was like Tumblr, and just looking for on the popular tabs, and just seeing more and more and more digital artists like coming out of the woodworks, and it does kind of feel like a movement in that in that way, a kind of a little revolution online. Yeah. All right. Uh, I forgot the reason we were talking about digital art was because like, and you kind of brought it up that uh, it's an, it, for me, it, it spawned this idea of how, since we are all stuck inside or stuck somewhere more, more likely than not, that we are a lot of the, a lot of people, especially me included are taking this time to either learn a new skill or improve upon themselves. And, in some way and i thought that was like kind of a like kind of fascinating on how like um an entire collective world is taking part in something and are doing something similar justin you what 
I think I brought this up to you a little bit earlier where it was like, what have you been doing during quarantine? Yeah, a, a little bit. I've been I've been walking a lot. I've been I've been doing like calisthenic weights, push-ups, body body weight squats, and I've been trying to sit down and meditate every day. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know. I I I think that the the the, the practice of self-improvement it, it's easier it's easier said than done. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, like it's it's easy to have it's it it's easy to have the desire to do it and 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 it's really really difficult to have the motivation to sit down and do it every single day. And so I guess like is is there like a is there do you feel like you need a certain kind of motivation to sit down and do art or is it like a is it like a time for of joy or like relaxation for you Tandy? Um I Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Um yeah, I I think for me because um, I am still in school right now, even though it's online. Um, it's how I tend to spend my free time. So um, when I'm not doing assignments or studying or something, that's like how I can relax, I guess, in a sense. Um, yeah. And so like, even though I've been kind of struggling to stay motivated in terms of online school, because art is something that is, generally enjoyable for me i tend to look forward to that as a reward for myself to stop mm. thinking about school this is this is a little bit more personal but like do you have you found yourself like feeling like you've improved as a digital artist over this time um yeah i definitely went from not knowing anything to um like actually doing a like a, a full artwork from start to finish um yeah. which I think like it has been a really big learning experience because the interface um, of, you know, drawing softwares is very different from like using a pencil to draw on a piece of paper. Yeah, um, like it's very tactile compared to something like kind of kind of alien to yeah. <laughs> the brain, unless you've really understood the software. Yeah. Uh, What's been, I know this is just going to become digital art talk, but like, what's been like, what's been like a concept that's like, was probably like the hardest thing to understand up to this point? Um, I think, so when you're drawing on a piece of paper um, or painting, um, you're, you have complete control over um, the shapes that you create, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so whatever, whatever you're trying to mimic in terms of the, the figures in your drawings, um, I feel because I'm so used to that, um, switching to a software where the pen tool doesn't actually work like a pen uh, drives me insane a little bit. Um, <laughs> because the way that you create a shape in Illustrator, for example, is you use points and the points are supposed to form a cohesive whole um but it's not like the way that you would draw those points together with a pencil yeah so um i think it's definitely like a different way of creating almost the same thing like if you're drawing on a piece of paper as opposed to drawing in one of these softwares even if the end result is the same the way that you get there is like almost entirely different mm. like the way i was thinking about it like the way i thought you were what you're gonna say at first was like the muscle since you i guess like the real world we understand it pretty well the way the way things move but yeah like, is the is it like a muscle memory thing like with the pet like you said you described the pen tool as not acting like a pen so is it like yeah. you, you're you're very used to the way like a pen or a, something would draw yeah or, yeah um because even i use a, a drawing t- right, even with these softwares, but um, even with the drawing tablet, it's not like I would draw the same way that I would with a pencil, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's All a bit right, different. Sorry. Yeah, one, one last digital art question, and I'll move on. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, do you find, like, how much, say, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to brag on Tanvi. She's a phenomenal artist. 
I had the pleasure to, of seeing that in high school. Uh, <laughs> she's incredible. But would you how how what kind like what kind of this is a very subjective question. But like say like what percentage of skill that you have from like physical art translates to the digital art space? Um, that's a really good question, and I <laughs> I don't know how to evaluate that because yeah. I don't I don't know how like skilled I would consider myself. Um, I would say that uh, in terms of because I I tend to focus on portraits a lot. So um, when I was doing this um, this drawing digitally, um, I felt like I was able to create something that looked like people, um, which for me is a victory because I didn't know what I was doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think because I pay really close attention to detail, um, I was able to get the end result to a place that I was happy with. It's just that the technique and the process that I used wasn't probably the best because I just wasn't really familiar. Um, yeah. um, so if someone saw my end result, they probably wouldn't think it was too bad. But if they saw the way that I got there, they would probably be very disappointed in me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's 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 probably the thing with a lot of the great things we we see I mean yeah you know some of the not great things like if if y'all at home had seen some of the creative process for for these episodes you you would be shocked it's, it's so bizarre <laughs> it is odd it's so bizarre <laughs> but I that's I don't know that's just that that really that jazzed me up when I was just talking to you about it so mm -hmm. I was like I know, that's something I was super into and I was like yeah. to hear it from a someone who's like technically skilled in learning something. I don't know what it, what about that was uh, maybe so happy or interested, but <laughs> it's pretty cool to hear about even a little bit more in depth. Uh, Swifton yeah. over to my boy, Justin, like, uh, do you, have you noticed sort of like any like super tactile benefits from this, like this more like sort of lifestyle change, like in self-improvement? I'm calmer. I, I feel like my thoughts come to me easier. Hmm. Sorry, I was taking a drink of coffee. <laughs> I, I'm um, I'm calmer in it and it and it and it feels like my thoughts come to me easier. Hmm. Uh do you notice that like just in when you're like sitting around and like, oh I'm thinking and you have sort of like a more clear thought of what you or like you're having like a shower thought, you're like you actually understand it, or no, it's is it like, more like in conversation? It's like it just, just, just when I'm, just when I'm thinking things, I, I, I've just noticed that it's hard to describe. There, is there's like a, if you if you had like a, a Pentium, and then you upgraded to like an i7, do you like everything? Do you do you, do you remember that episode of BoJack where where it's focusing on Diane and and she's trying to get those cabinet drawers open and to yes. to to get it that that's how I feel all of the time and those cabinet drawers slide open a lot easier for me when I'm when I'm trying to like get at old memories or, or trying to remember stuff. Okay. So just like general ease of ease of thought is yeah it has just come more naturally after sort of more from I've heard it described a lot as like, uh, it's like, what's it called again? It's like men, it's not self care. It's self care. Yeah. It's like, you've taken a lot of self care steps in this time. And yeah. It's like, my, uh, my, my, my brain slows down and that allows me to, that, that, that allows me to just, I don't know, just, just, just being calmer really helps me. Yeah. That's, I think that's, yeah, <laughs> um, being calmer, being more collected are, I think definitely for just my experience with you, it's like, you have a lot of great things to say. It's just hard. It's hard sometimes to, to find the time to say all of the things you want to say. <laughs> and so I've definitely, I've definitely noticed that when we're just hanging out. Mm. Well, that's uh, good. What what have what have you been doing in terms of self care, sir? I'm real self care. Let's think. Well, self care or just like self improvement in in isolation. Self 
self-improvement and isolation. I feel like I, uh, the reason I was leading the conversation is because mm-hmm. I was slacking more than both of you two. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I am writing a lot more. I'm taking, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm one of those people that do, like, I want to live in the present, and then uh, that allows me not to think about, like, I can do something stupid and, like, be okay with it, because I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. And self, uh, self-analysis self afterwards is mm-hmm. somewhat intimidating, but ultimately, I usually feel better about it. And so I've been taking the time to sort of, like, uh, at the end of the day, I'll try and journal about it, or if I have a thought write it down instead of just sort of like, oh, that's a cool thing to think about and then let it go. So I've been, I guess I'd be more paying attention to what I'm thinking. And then instead of engaging with it passively, sort of sitting down with that thought or with the day I've had or with an experience and sort of, I know that I remember and I process a lot better when I'm doing something like say engaging with someone who's having a problem or is for me definitely it's like writing something down so i've tried to take this break to sort of if i have a thought not to run away from it and instead engage with it in like a a meaningful way that i can look back on later yeah that that, that that's almost like a like a form of meditation the 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 analyzation of your your thoughts and actions mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I had one thought. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I asked this to Tandy, but is it hard for you to stay motivated on that stuff? Or like on the on the exercise and meditation? Or do you find it again as like relaxing? Uh, it, it does feel it does feel hard to have the motivation to do it. But I don't I feel off jittery and just like jumpy almost yeah it's a different it's like it's not the it's not what you've come to expect with the way your thoughts have like sort of changed okay let's (laughs) oh man i think we should talk about something a little bit more on brand Mm-hmm. Tanvi? Uh-huh. Have you listened to any new music? Watched any new movies? Just found anything new? Um, in media? That is an excellent question. Um, I don't watch a lot of TV in general. Uh, yeah. That includes movies. Um, in terms of music, um... I don't know. I listen to a lot of R&B, so um, most of it is kind of the same. Um, But I've been trying to explore new genres, and that basically means listening to lo-fi hip-hop beats um, on repeat for like seven hours straight. Um, As you're grinding computer science. Exactly. Engineering. (laughs) (laughs) That probably dictates a lot of what you can listen to, I feel. Yeah, I think for me, um, I think like a lot of the the kind of ideas for um, quarantine usually tends to be like finding a new show to watch or, you know, finding something new to watch in general. But I don't really like watching things that much in my free time. Um, Usually I, I tend to engage in some other way. Yeah. Good. That's a, they, that's a phenomenal they, answer. They brought your brain. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. yeah. We're talking. What do, you, the, what do you think we are? The way we are. Yeah, we're talking <laughs> the lemmings of the world. <laughs> You're just an elevated being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, how many world problems have you solved recently? So that's what that should have been the question. Like, yeah. <laughs> working wow. working on world hunger over there, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Like on a scale of like one to ten, how close are you to world peace? Um, <laughs> a sustainable, uh, a renewable energy. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that would be so great if I did any of those. 
Yeah, I would. Mostly sleep. <laughs> oh, are you guys how, how are you guys sleeping actually? Ooh. Uh yeah, go first. Um, so I unfortunately have morning classes that mm. are live. So um my earliest is like an eight AM, which is oh. unpleasant. Um what? it was a nine AM in Michigan, but it's an eight <laughs> <laughs> I love time zones. Um, yeah, so I I don't sleep that early. I should sleep earlier um, because it comes back to bite me every morning when I'm falling asleep during class. Mm. Um, I I I think that because of um, quarantine, I actually tend to have more free time, which means I could sleep more, but I don't. <laughs> It's weird, right? Yeah. And there's there's so many the there's 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 so many things to do that you don't want to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that right? Sorry. Weird paradox. I was just saying it's a weird paradox. I was like that we that despite I think it's like the lack of structure for me. But I was going to ask you: Have you suffered from the same uh, sleepless sleepless problem that Tanvi does, or are you finding yourself? more able to sleep no less less able to sleep even even with like the walking and the exercise that i'm doing yesterday nikki and i were up to was it 3 30 nikki it was it was 3 30 watching carolyn tuesday and one of us looked down at our phones like we gotta go to bed right now <laughs> i i will say that i'm consistently waking up at 9 30 and getting up regardless of how tired i am that's impressive. Yeah, it, it's 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 really important for me to do that because like I, if I'm up at the same time every day, then it still feels like I have a schedule. And when I don't have a schedule, then my life just spirals down. Yeah, structure is important to me as well. Oh. Yeah. Oh man, I was gonna. I guess in my in my in my sleep my sleep territory. Uh, I yeah I've just been very stupid as well. <laughs> like uh, for one, I so at our apartment in at my college, so we have a very small group of people that comes over and we all sanitize up and sit like on different parts of the room, and then we'll just like have conversations, and we'll mm -hmm. usually just talk about life and stuff or play some Smash Bros. But then we'll do that till like three a.m. Yeah. And then we'll do that like consistently. And then we also want to get up for our morning classes that we all have. And then we'll do that like multiple times in a row. So you run them like five hours. Uh, yeah. So really it's just, we're, we're not managing our time very well, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's, there's too much, there's too much to do. I like the way you put it. There's too much to do to sleep and I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I played like six games of Dota yesterday. I don't have time to sleep. Exactly. You're doing wow. you're, 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 that's on par with curing cancer and saving and, and, and saving world peace, achieving world peace, achieving world peace. Yeah, <laughs> I, I played Dota, then we played D&D, &D, then we watched Carolyn Tuesday, and then it was time to go to bed. Like, easy. Two, two hours before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. I guess I. From from sort of like I guess the last thing I kind of wanted to talk about is like self improvement. Uh, I guess people listening might want to just some tips on like how to stay motivated in the self improvement when you've only got yourself told yourself accountable. So for me that would be like motivation. For others it would be to find something that uh, that I find like. Do y'all have any advice on that on that on that front? On what front? Sorry. Sort of like either staying like something to help them stay motivated, or sort of finding something to improve upon, or something to do. Do you have? Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Write down your goals. Write down achievable steps to get those goals, and then achieve those steps. Mm. But like you have, you can't do it in your head, because if you do yeah. it in your head, then it's not final. If you write it down on a piece of paper and leave it somewhere that you'll see all the time. It, it it makes it far more real. That's very fair. 
That's that was a weird one. That was such a weird burp. No, I'll never yeah. get a job. No, that that's that's staying in. No, hey, no. If, have, if we're having a mini sode of my sneezes, that's staying in. Damn it. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, sort of. Okay. Yeah, Dan, did you have anything to add on that? Uh, sort of like staying motivated or finding something to be improving upon. Yeah. Um, I think like for me, um, it's good to use the internet and still connect with people that you know from college if you're not with those people or any of your friends um, because uh, I think the lack of social interaction definitely <laughs> um, keeps me from I guess like being on top of everything all the time because if you're with your peers it's a little easier to be more driven I guess in that context so I've been calling my friends from college um sometimes like sitting together and studying virtually together um is nice that's um, actually like the sweetest thing i've ever heard <laughs> um and i definitely have told my friends to you know keep me accountable for what i know that i need to do um even like my boyfriend make sure that I wake up in the morning because I'm so bad at it. Um, and yeah, so it's like small things that you can do to still stay connected with the people that you want to stay connected to while also maintaining your individual drive and motivation. I like that a lot. Uh, yeah, just having like, despite the fact that we're all kind of supposed to be isolated you you still need community and it's, yeah it's like you found stuff that like is hard like waking up for an 8 a.m <laughs> 9 a.m and you found people that care and sort of are willing to help you and that's i think that's pretty solid advice for anyone <laughs> yeah all right uh man it's still not easy self-improvement's still not going to be easy <laughs> All right, Justin, that's where you read the title of the podcast. Like, Oh, yeah. Uh, if it was easy, then everybody would be great. <laughs> okay, can we cut that? <laughs> no, I liked it. I'm... No. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. No. But, yeah, it's – so no shame. No shame if, you, if, it's, if you're struggling with it or if, even if it's, like, not something on your radar. It's hard. It's not necessary, but it's also something worthy of pursuing. Mm -hmm. Is how I'd put it. All right. Yep. So one of the the last couple things I wanted to talk about tonight were uh, have you? I don't know about you guys, but like whenever I, it's it is kind of I have I can't remember an instance in recent past that's like everyone and every everything is sort of shifted in this paradigm and well, shifted a paradigm and. Like every every news outlet is talking about instead, uh, like you'd expect that that every news outlet is talking about Corona, but then a lot of pop culture has shifted to sort of like home workouts, things to do while while locked in Corona, and it's sort of like the entire world is experiencing this sort of this it global experience is one word, but I, I guess I liked I was sort of thinking of it as like a global trauma, or like a traumatic event or something, sort of very unpleasant and scarring and something that you'd probably will all remember i'd imagine for a long time uh have you guys noticed like what has been something that you like that's kind of stuck out to you guys in the world at large that like how something that either surprising or something that just like your mind immediately jumped to when uh like i think about sort of like the world dealing with corona does that make sense yeah. Well, for, for, for me, it's not exactly the world. It's how active people in, in, in my neighborhood have been. Uh, it's like when I, when I go out for my morning walk, it feels like half the damn communities out there walking dogs or walking next to each other or, or, or like have a, have a friend come over and 
and and walk six feet apart and just have a conversation just it it feels like a big selection of the people who are around me are active even even when it's kind of rainy outside it's it's nice to see that people don't want to be like stuck in their homes and they're and they're and they're outside and doing things at a at a socially responsible distance Hmm. that yeah uh i guess mine would be a little bit less positive than that uh actually it's it's a it's a mix of both uh sort of like when i go out to the supermarket i don't know it might just be i'm used to southern hospitality but usually everyone's pretty friendly but it seems like the world has kind of been gripped by this, like, it doesn't feel like distrust, but more self-preservation, where mm. instead of smiles, it's sort of like everyone's kind of very conscious and like kind of it's, it doesn't, I don't think it, it, it's meant to be distrust, but that's how it sort of is perceived. And that's sort of the, the, the vibe, for the lack of a better word, of uh, sort of, I don't know, just the outside world when I'm in it. But on that same note, I see there's like an overwhelming amount of support online by creators like uh just like immediately starting charities and um sort of reaching out to people and people that are uh there's been a big push in mental health or like people concerned about mental health to like uh, immediately be reaching out to those sort of that struggle with that kind of thing and i'm like that's that's very important and i'm glad i'm like i'm just glad to see this kind of unified fight against something when I don't know, especially being an election year, things were getting pretty, everything was pretty much divided uh, politically. So it was interesting that it it took something like this for the world to kind of unify a little bit. And so it's a bitter, it's a bittersweet kind of thing. Uh, Tanvi, did you, did you have an answer for this one? Um, yeah, I think um, the fact that it has been kind of a global issue um and it's one of the first times where we've seen that this transcends like people's socioeconomic status in the way that anyone can get coronavirus it doesn't matter how rich or poor you are um uh i do think that we can also see how something like this still ends up disproportionately affecting people of lower socioeconomic class like status um, yeah. because people who are rich tend to get easier access to resources. Um, and I think that like in a lot of cases, you know, we talk about thanking healthcare workers and thanking essential workers, but for a lot of those people, it's, it's a really scary time. Um, a lot of healthcare workers can't even be with their families anymore because of something like this. Um, and I think in a lot of ways, we've kind of, as a humanity, have started to learn that we have to take responsibility and we have to make sure that we are social distancing and stuff like that. And I think kind of to build off of your discussion of like feeling distrust, and that kind of thing, like even when you go out or go to the supermarket, I think that a lot of that does stem from the fact that there are still people who aren't being responsible in that way. Um, yeah. Because there are people who are still traveling and still, you know, going to parties and stuff like that as much as really been discouraged. And um, I hope that like, as a result of this, um, people start to be more compassionate um, towards each other, but also people who have had to suffer disproportionately more in a time like this. Mm. Gosh. Yeah. One of, one of my girlfriend's coworkers, uh, parents, Right, right, right at the start of when coronavirus was getting serious, they decided that they were going to go on a cruise uh, around the 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 Nordic countries, I believe, like 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 Norway and Finland and stuff. And they fly over to Europe, and they get off, and I I I think it was a direct flight to Paris, 
They get off the flight to Paris and the Paris officials look at their passport. It's like, you're not entering the country. Go back to the States. Then they come back to the States and they have to spend 14 days in quarantine because they left the country. Oh, gosh. Nikki and I just kind of looked at each other like, what? Why did they go? (laughs) That was always going to happen. Why did they go? (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Again. Just to sort of before we move on from the topic, uh, those listening, uh, if you if you can sort of and you know people sort of that are being affected by this, please reach out uh, digitally. Show them appreciation, love. I'm sure they'd appreciate it. And if you can, there is a number of charities working right now to relieve low income small business and to support healthcare in places that cannot afford it. Uh, it is just a it's 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 something that we should be if we can fighting against together uh anyway sorry that was a little that was a little preachy (laughs) but the last last thing justin i think you had a question for tanvi though oh tanvi do you watch sports do i watch do i watch sports that is an excellent question um Mm -hmm. i've seen the occasional football game and the occasional basketball game um but it's not something that i religiously up with i guess oh uh let me let me let me ask it to you in a different manner then uh are you exceptionally disappointed that there are no sports ball going on right now oh um not really okay (laughs) Um, bye everybody (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna give you this i thought you were gonna rail on her about oh no the ann arbor people no no Um, the less people care about u of m football the better I, I genuinely don't have an attachment um, in that regard, except I have friends who do have an attachment, so hmm. yeah. probably can't be too mean. Um, is it, is it but, like a vicarious caring at that point? Um, if I'm at the game, yes, because I like I if you're there, then like you should probably be into the game. Uh, but I think I I know there are a lot of people. Sad because like games have been canceled and stuff, but I also think that like it hasn't really been a devastating thing for me personally. Yeah, I don't know why that was like that was like a burning question on your brain. Like it's been there since <laughs> like since like draft one of this podcast, Justin, <laughs> that you wanted to talk about sports, and I'm. <laughs> Not only can no one play them right now. <laughs> no, it was, it was it was it was actually just the joke. I I, I wanted to ask here the no. They're like, okay, bye everybody. Oh. Yeah, and then have the outro music go. <laughs> oh shit! We were, all right, all right, all right. No, 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 no. This, this is this is fine. This is fine. I have I have ideas for how to edit this and 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 make it fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's it for us. Uh, another big thanks to tanvi thank you so much for coming on oh, it is thanks, always thanks. a pleasure to have you thanks have for taking time out of your busy quarantine schedule to, to come <laughs> talk to us yeah thank you do you have anything you want to show any digital art you posted that you want love on um not as of right now <laughs> maybe when it's actually good That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh just text us. We'll get. We'll get it. We'll get it. It'll be the first thing we say in our, in our episode. Don't worry. Thank you. Uh, uh, and one more shout out, uh, Justin. Do you have the details about our, our our beautiful logo? Oh yeah, our new beautiful logo by Sarah. I don't know if she wants her last name said. Uh, her contact information is in all of our bios. She's an amazing. She made us one, and then she made us one that was even better. Yeah, <laughs> like, just an amazing, incredible. amazing individual. And All I'm right. stalling for time, and I'm stalling for time, and Nikki's waving at me. What's up? Her last name is your brain. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Sarah Stedman. I'll edit this to make it sound fucking cohesive at some point. Are you sure? Yeah, no. I, liked, I, liked, I liked having like the, the personal assistant run on the stage. With, like, no, the I'm, I'm stalling for time. Yeah, no, uh, uh, Big, big shout out to Sarah Stedman, um, Stedman two six one five at Gmail uh, for her contact information. She made us a white on black logo that looks 
amazing. The first one looked good. This one is just, oh, it's so good. Sarah, thank you a million. All right. With All right. that, I think it's about time that we go back into our holes to hide from the outside world. Are we ostriches? Ostri? No. Ostrichs. We don't. We don't run enough. Anyway, thank you guys for listening, and we are out. Bye. Bye.